Hello and welcome to another episode of the Small World Podcast. I'm Rishver. And I'm Rohan. And today we're going to be doing something a little bit different from what we usually do. And we're going to be exploring music culture that has developed throughout time. Um, and it can be from anywhere like in America or even internationally. Um, and how they could be inter- interconnected. So, um, Rohan, why don't you start us off by... Um, talking about the music the type of music that you listen to and how it has aged over time yeah so the kind the music that i uh listen to is primarily i like 80s rock music um so that includes also some 90s bands so like um so like 90s bands that i like are bands such as guns and roses and things like that um that's a bit of like the harder rock but i also like 80s pop so like artists such as um madonna uh queen uh queen is actually 80s rock but i like i, li- I really like bands like those and it primarily started in the 80s um associated and also s- 70s when people were becoming more expressive um actually in 1960s united states um that's like an era where people were starting to express themselves more use drugs start experimenting with music so that sort of developed into rock music and it really strongly uh really developed in the 80s um within the united states in britain just really generally around the world um and uh it was kind of like pop music for that time um because uh first it started off as like rock then it developed into pop and what we have today a lot of the pop songs um use a lot of the chord progressions from the 80s uh so the development like I feel like 80s music is really controversial because some people love it like like I do and some people absolutely despise it. Um, it's like too much for them with the guitar, with the drums. Um, but uh-huh. it's, it's really when people, you know, the height of the expression, musical expression that started in the 1960s. Um, so that's sort of what I really like about it. Um, I like the different instruments they use. Um, they use the bass drum a lot which is really nice and um, what's different from like the music you get in like modern times like pop music is they use actual instruments um so uh that's Mm, also led me to like country music as well um because of just the guitar that the natural guitar that country music uses the bass uh it's it's real instruments and um i also like country music because it's nice and relaxing and laid back uh so what kind of music uh do you like and explain a little bit about that yeah so um i kind of do like some the type of music that you talked about um and i feel like those those sort of genres uh go back to uh, a time where it was I feel like the lyrics that are used are more peaceful and um, may- maybe not the, the 60s music but maybe music before that it was more peaceful or at least the popular songs were were like that it had like a calm tone with like slow drums and nice yeah. beats and stuff like that uh, but when you compare it to today uh, where it's like um, 
uh, trap beats and mumble rap and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like almost the music culture has almost changed from something that had so much meaning to it to something that does have meaning, but it's like it's it's very uh, you, it's really hard to understand. It just sounds good. The music just sounds yeah. good. The words sound good. That's all it is. There's no like deeper meaning to it for most of the songs. Like mumble rap, like how how is a person supposed to understand it, meaning from it if there is any at all? If yeah. all there, if, you, if all you hear is like mumbling, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of the songs. Uh, it's a good song, but one of the songs is like uh, Moonlight, mm-hmm. and bro, oh wait, who's the artist? Moonlight, you remember? Uh, isn't it like? I, I forget who is it like Lil Tucker or something. I'm not sure. No, it was a it, it was XXX Tento. Oh yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. I don't even know how to say his name, but yeah, he was mumbling the entire time, and I didn't know what he was saying. Yeah. So I looked at the lyrics, and then I'm like, oh okay, that's that's interesting. But that's what it's kind of turned into, and yeah. I don't know why exactly it's it's like that, and it's also become very popular around the world, like that yeah. sort of genre of music. Like mm-hmm. the rapping, the mumbling is not even. It's not just in like no, uh, America in America, but it's like spread all the way. Even in India, there's mm-hmm. like some like rappers, not mumble, yeah. not mumble rappers, yeah. but like, um, I listen to some um some Indian rap, uh, specifically Tamil rap, and most of like its aspects are uh, borrowed from like American rap, like uh, not the traditional American rap. That's also different. Uh, oh, because yeah. traditional American rap comes from like what uh, African Americans kind of just uh, talking or like expressing their pains and their struggles, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where it originated from. But now it's kind of been like become like a global sensation, and uh, it's pretty interesting because like a lot of the uh, international artists, um, they're 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 combining uh, their own culture from that country and then with uh, with like this rap sort of genre so it's pretty interesting how like they're kind of going away from traditional music making because in India I know there's like the sitar and like mm-hmm. there are these other yeah. sort of traditional Indian instruments like the tabla and stuff like that and so like a lot of fusion happens mm-hmm. um, so, uh, to like you know uh, attract more uh, listeners and stuff like that so yeah, yeah. I mean and like you know, what I like yeah. about rap is that it's it's very experimental um like there's so many things that people are doing with it so it it really produces a lot of variety in the genre of rap um but Mm -hmm. like even though it's hard to understand the lyrics i mean it's it's a vibe and it's something yeah it's a vibe like like everyone around the world enjoys and can relate to um, That's true. Because you, it's it's really you know it's not hard to do lyrics. You don't have to be musical um, to a certain extent to do it. Lots of people can do it, um, but mm-hmm. the really good ones really, it's it's a way for them to express themselves. And like you said, there's there's rappers from like every country you can think of. I mean, you you know the K-pop groups. They they incorporate like uh, Korean yeah. raps into their songs and stuff like that. Yeah, so, true. And that's the that's the wonder of just you know the ways that technology can connect uh, multiple cultures around the world mm-hmm. like you 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 can go on youtube and you can watch a rap video from nearly every single um country around the world and it's 
really cool because the popular ones, you know, they may start in the United States or they may start in a different country, but they, if, if they're good, they spread and they spread really fast due to, you know, technology. Some people um, who have friends from other countries that they met through technology, through technology, they communicate with them and just the, the rapid diffusion um, that's mm-hmm. able to happen um, with music and technologies is really great and also for rap you don't need a lot of instruments you know you just you yeah. you can have just like you can make beats with your hands um you can you can uh use drums you can really turn anything into a drum and lots of cultures already have uh, lots of drums incorporated into their music um and just you can also use computer softwares you don't have to go out and buy like multi thousand dollar instruments to make it so it's you know one of those things that i don't want to say easy but more people have access to the instruments needed to do so and a lot of people like that so yeah so yeah there's also like a huge rise in independent artists because of that yeah so yeah people are really like people who have an interest are doing it um yeah and so um it's pretty interesting how it's become uh accessible compared to when um like the beatles were famous where it was just these groups that had so much fame um and it's not just in america i could say from in india too because there's like this there's just like this one guy who was a poet or something and he Mm -hmm. was so famous that like his uh his songs were played like repeatedly over and over again and it was just his songs mm. at like different uh, public gatherings and really? that's i mean yeah that's yeah that's yeah. it's not with music though it's also with like any form of entertainment back then it was only a uh, a few number of people that had access to it and um so they became really famous but now if you see um with everybody having access to technology um yeah they they can do whatever they want now yeah. there's like thousands of artists out there mm-hmm. yeah so um i, I also kind of wanted to go back and uh mm-hmm. during the the roaring 20 time period mm-hmm. yeah when you know everything was so happy every everybody was partying you know economy was like booming and so uh and during those times if you listen to those sort of songs there was like uplifting and they're like um you know if you're in like love with a girl you'd be like oh making songs about that not, not a lot about like heartbreaking mm-hmm. stuff that yeah. you hear now but i feel like uh so i feel like the type of music that is made during that time period kind of reflects the current situation um of that country in the world or the yeah. world in general yeah that's like uh not only like in our history but in present day um i know that rappers international rappers or the ones mm-hmm. that get famous are usually like based of uh, something political which uh which is like the main huge theme in our generation at least i think um you know because of uh in america let's say let's talk about america right there's yeah. so many racial problems and so when someone uh, uh makes a rap about that has so much meaning to it and so uh so like people can catch on and they can sympathize with it or they can connect to it right and that's why it becomes yeah. popular and it, it can be very subtle mm-hmm. those, those those subtle connections in the song like those lyrics 
uh, when when a person makes connection connection with those lyrics, mm-hmm. um, they're able to like the song more, and that's kind of what's happening right now. Um, and not just here, but like in, in like in India, I know, um, like about water pollution or. Um, I remember seeing this other one in Thailand about like government corruption yeah. and stuff like that. You know, it's uh, yeah. So it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, music is is a really great um, way to tell history. I mean, you you look at music through the generations, as you know, you you start to have those headbangers with lots of drums and guitar, like wild guitar. Um, you sort mm-hmm. of see like how the culture is loosening up. Um, and the way that that connects to dance, you know, uh, like the the blues and um, like uh, honky tonk, basically, like the the chord progressions they use, they're very they're very groovy and they you know really fit into the expression as people are you know using their hips more and dance with people like Elvis who are really um, transforming rock mm-hmm. uh, because uh, rock music. Um, was actually formed from like blues progressions and sort of um, turned into something um, that it was formed by uh, African Americans in the United States and it sort of turned into something um, of expression and what's really cool is that people use music even in protests Um, like people there are a lot of artists who um if they want to raise awareness about something they release music about it so um for example in in our school uh plano east um there's actually these people who they um they're in the ib program which Rashford and i are in um and uh they for their project uh they're doing like music um but it's relating to problems like uh, controversial problems that they really feel they should speak out about, like yeah. um, like AIDS one, in Africa, yeah. like trying to yeah, that, and like, like that, and also like the Palestine crisis, and that's that's actually a really great point. You know the you know the live aid concert um, that they had, uh, and they had you know Queen for, for, perform at that, the Cars, which are in, oh. which is an eighty band, the Dire Straits. Uh, they had a huge concert where they raised a bunch of money for AIDS in Africa. It was called mm-hmm. Live Aid, and it's really great because there were so many people. You know, Queen, of course, was a, was a huge hit, and they were raising awareness. They they gained millions of dollars because you have these these very famous artists all coming together for one cause, um, and it it was. It was a variety of music, just whatever was popular at the time. Um, again, in like the eighties, nineties, um, and it's just they were able to raise awareness for something that uh, was very controversial. I mean, they were trying to deal deal with AIDS. What is it? Uh, sort of some racial prejudices came in. It's starting in Africa, um, so you know, such as you know, the coronavirus started in in china it was sort of you know that racial tension coming in but you have these group of celebrities who's telling you hey it's okay because people were refusing to acknowledge that aids was no was uh not contagious um Mm -hmm. so just all these celebrities coming out and raising money for it saying it's not contagious saying you don't have to worry about it to ease the racial tensions it's really cool that you can you know express that through music because at the end yeah. of the day, who, who doesn't like music? 
I mean, there are probably a few, but like music is such a great way to unite people and really, mm-hmm. uh, really pull support for a cause that you believe in. Yeah, yeah, and music is also um, a great way to find, you know, peace. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, today everybody's in, in this capitalistic society. Everybody's going out and working for themselves. They can make money for themselves mm-hmm. and. They are in so much, so much stress, right? And yeah, they're constantly working, and um, it's it's not good for mental health, right? So, I what I personally do is I like to listen to some like meditation yeah. music or something like that with mm. sounds of nature. Oh um, yeah, those like are nice. yeah, like in like like the birds chirping or like the water flowing and stuff like that, just like to calm my mind down. So we can yeah. we can see how like. Music can't. Music is used for um, to promote things, to call for action, but it's also there to, you know, um, to bring people back to the world itself, like mm-hmm. the bare world, like Mother Nature, right? Yeah. Like when when you sound essentially comes from where, like nature. That's that's where it's where, where it first came from, you know, without like all this uh, without these instruments without uh, technology mm-hmm. and so when you connect to it and when people make more music where you do connect to it again it's just it takes you back to um to like a, a more peaceful state like you're connected to the nature yeah um and so that's also another um a, a, another like use for music right? mm-hmm. yeah and like that natural that uh connection to nature you're talking about that's also rooted in many religions and it's been rooted in many religions since ancient times uh for example um myself as a christian in church services we sing hymns uh which are just songs about different things that you're praising um and so uh it really unites people like even even non-christians sometimes come in and sit in on my on our church services just to you know experience what it's like and really like music mm-hmm. like everyone gets a hymnal everyone is able to sing um you can sing it if if you want to you don't have to sing um if if you don't but you can really enjoy it in um, every way possible and even uh i know some religions such as buddhism um some of the monks mm-hmm. i i found this i was i was uh really intrigued by this um when i saw it in the movie 10 years in tibet or something like that with brad pitt um it basically oh, okay. that that movie i watched in ninth grade and we were learning about asia and buddhist practices and so there's this thing called buddhist throat singing um or throat humming um whatever okay. you want to call it um mm-hmm. but basically these monks they could access like very deep vocal range and they would do these hums which would sort of you know it was kind of like those natural sounds um it brought peace to them and was a form of meditation um so music can be used for so many things applied to so many cultures um you know in many rituals and stuff i feel like it just adds that background uh like if you you can't do like a ritual or um, spiritual practice in silence you know there has to be something to fill in and something that really you know uh connects to you is music so um i find it really interesting the many uses of music and i mean even in like the united states uh music was a form of protest 
um, mm-hmm. especially in the Vietnam War. Um, like there are oh, yeah, so yeah. many songs uh, about uh, fighting the Vietnam War and just the the blood, the gore, how you know it's a pointless war to fight, and just things like that. Uh, it's such a great form of expression and protest. And I mean, during the Vietnam War, that's when you know rock was you know starting to come out. Uh, because that's mm-hmm. when the loose, quote-unquote, loose lifestyle came about. You know, doing drugs, uh, the hippie era, just stuff like that. Looking to escape from the norms of society and, you know, create something new, so. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty interesting. Like, mm-hmm. all these connections that yeah have. And Even you're, like... You're, you're, mm-hmm. hin- you're, you're Hindu, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you, like, incorporate... Um, music into your religion a lot? Uh, yeah. Okay, this is pretty interesting, though, uh, because uh, the way, well, our traditional music, yeah, um, it's very, what do you call, it's always, it's always connects to God in some way. It yeah. always, like, uh, Hinduism, everything in Hinduism somehow relates to spirituality mm-hmm. and or God. So, yeah. um, like a lot of so, like my grandparents, what they say is that like if you sing like um, like proper God songs, and like those those certain w- words have like different vibrations that are like good for the body and stuff like that. So there are mm-hmm. also like beliefs such as uh, such as vibrations and um, mm-hmm. even like the law of attraction. You can go all the way up to there. Um, yeah. And, that it can it can be connected uh, to music and uh, the way mm-hmm. that people make songs, right? So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's so interesting, like just the way you can turn poetry into music, and the way just you know simple vi- vibrations can um, be so impactful to a religion or culture. Um, and I know I know people who just you know sit down and they listen to hours of music just as a way to escape the current situation they're in and Mm -hmm. like all these musical artists you see in the current day they sort of form this popular culture especially in the united states a lot of pop artists and people love them i mean they're producing good music it's popular um it's it's groovy um and it's very experimental i feel like these days like there's a pop Mm -hmm. artist uh, Dua Lipa. She's using a lot of the 60s, 70s disco feeling in her music and people like it because disco, I mean, it's something you dance to. Um, people are dancing to that and uh, just like the way that uh, popular culture has um, transformed the United States as a whole. Like yeah. popular culture, that's what you do when you have nothing else to do. When you're, you know, it's, it's a talking point to many people when they're having a conversation they're like, oh did you hear about this listen to this song um mm-hmm. you should check this out uh yeah most, like the presidential inauguration had artists uh perform like lady gaga um and also like this band locally in austin texas um even performed at the inauguration so it's really cool how popular culture is sort of uh, the 
being spread globally throughout the world um, yeah. from the United States and even aspects from other cultures such as Bollywood in India. I know a lot of fans in the United States of Bollywood, um, mm-hmm. they they either came from India and even just Indians who just grew up in the United States, they're United States citizen, they were born here, um, they yeah. also love Bollywood. So just like the popular culture. Yeah, it's, it's very connected. Yeah, I would say, um, you know, to just uh, finish off this yeah. podcast, I would say that the major progression of culture and mm-hmm. cultural change in music is that it now everything's interconnected. Yeah. All information is free for anyone to use. True. And so everybody is very experimental. They're going back in time and uh, picking those uh, particular aspects of music and they're using it to create new music and it can be from literally any place around the world like, yeah like whether it be like asian music or european mm-hmm. or even american that's what it has become now compared to back then where music was more defined by boundaries um or national boundaries or you know the culture within that area so yeah for sure um i think music kind of transcends transcends all boundaries of like uh uh, you know, of culture, of like nationality, ethnicity, mm-hmm. and it's a uniting yeah, factor. Sure. Yeah, and it's essentially um, just just good, <laughs> just yeah. really good. I like music. Everybody likes music. Yeah. Well, if if there's anything you can take away from this podcast, it's that music is music. It's really used, whether it be for religion, just listening to it, popular culture. It's used to unite people, uh, to really um, help a group of people overcome differences. And you unite yourself with nature, of course. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, just it can be used as an escape. It can be used for something to unite people. Um, so this has been another episode of the Small World Podcast. My name is Rohan. My name is Ray Shur. And we'll see you in the next one.